Hey everybody, it's Real Deep Stuff with Christy and Michelle. Yay! We are here in Santiago and we do have the window closed, but the room is right on the road, so I apologize for any street noise. Um, not much I can do about that. So we are here to tell you, oh my goodness, what has happened in the last 24 <laughs> hours. We did it. We did it, but before we get to the finish line, we'll uh, we pick we'll pick <clears throat> excuse me we'll pick up with dinner last night. That was super fun. It was. It was. We um, had a. I can only remember what I ate. <laughs> Pasta primavera with the ham and cheese croquettes. Oh, that's right. That's right. Mine was mostly just pasta. Yeah, <laughs> you gave me all your vegetables, <laughs> which is fine by me. <laughs> and but it was more that we were with our friends, our new friends. Yes, we ate with uh, Bruce and Jacqueline from yes, Australia. Love them. And then our new friends, <clears throat> the German couple. Yes, and. One of them gets the award for the oldest person we've met doing the Camino. So we'd already told you the youngest one was a little bitty baby that seriously did not look more than a month or two old. Really. I don't even know how the mom was out there doing that. <laughs> and when we sat down at dinner, it was like three tables of two kind of separated, but we were all in the same, just one little room together. And Jacqueline said something about guess how <clears throat> sorry guess how old they are. Do you remember their ages? The the German couple. It was either eighty and eighty six or eighty three and eighty six. She was eighty three and he was eighty six. Yeah, eighty six, <laughs> and they did the whole Camino. <laughs> it's unbelievable. He said it was his second one. Or third, I can't remember. But this one they started in Saria, yeah. like us. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But he's done the one that, the same trail that started in St. John in France. Right. And he, it's so funny. He's very practical. He's like, I know we're old. So next year, if we're both in good health, he goes, I know that we could die at any day <laughs> because of our age. But next year, if we're in good health, we will do another Camino. <laughs> I was like, that's awesome. That is. Yeah, and he and Bruce from Australia, they were talking about the key to longevity was to find the passion for your work, mm -hmm. and then you'll never work a day in your life and never stop working. And so this gentleman from Germany, who is 86, he retired at 80, and he's a civil engineer, and you can just, you can just tell. He, his specialty are bridges and tunnels. And just talking to him, you can just see his mind just, I, I said, you're really good with math, aren't you? <laughs> He's like, yes. And I don't know that his wife spoke much English, but she was delightful. So we officially have our oldest and youngest. Yes. Sojourner pilgrims, which was really cool. And, and it was fun. We got a picture of the six of us and connected on WhatsApp. And like we really made like friends. Yes. Yeah, they were super great. We've decided that Jacqueline is like a modern-day Jackie O. Yes. Classy, funny, independent, smart. I mean, she walks the Camino with scarf 
and complimentary earrings. <laughs> and I've got a baseball cap on. <laughs> From far away, you can't tell if I'm a guy or a girl. <laughs> and she's so classy for the red lipstick. She looks like she just got, you know, ran, got off the runway. I'm so jealous. So anyway, she's just a favorite of ours for sure. And Bruce is just amazing. He's a delightful man and um, just gave us big hugs today when we saw them. So anyway, we uh, had a great dinner and decided we had to get to bed. Yes. Early, another early morning. Yeah, one more, really early. And we did. We did it. We got out again before seven. First one's out. Got back on the trail. Found the trail again. Yes. <laughs> this albergue was the uh, farthest away from the trail that we'd stayed on. And we heard through the grapevine at, at the Peso, uh, Peso, that there could be shortcuts back to the Camino. And you and I decided it wasn't worth it because we didn't want to waste time running around in circles if we got it wrong because no one was awake nope no so we got back on the trail and um passed past a woman past another woman and there there was a man that was kind of like jostling with us like he could he pass us and then we pass him and we did that for a little bit and then the the camino little statue monument thing said to go right and he started going left and he was just in another world <laughs> and I was like sir sir <laughs> and he finally turned around I'm like pointing to the right and he's like he looks so dazed like what <laughs> and then he started he, he was like oh no <laughs> so he turned right and he caught up to us and we, he walked with us for a little while and he's from Brazil so uh Brazil said I've done 800 kilometers and I've never gotten lost <laughs> until today and I was like it's early <laughs> none of us are hey, really we awake. did it too I yeah I told him I was like listen somebody redirected us so we're returning the favor for you and that was a nice way to start the day yeah getting to kind of help somebody and then we we were walking fast today we I mean, we did like seven miles in two and a half hours, which with your back, we've been taking it slow. Yep. And and there were some inclines today. It was not flat. No, we started out with inclines. Yeah, we did. And so then we found the our, our, our one rest stop, a cafe. Needed my coffee. <laughs> and this time we tried the chocolate Santiago cake. How'd you describe it? Like a cold brownie. Yes, with not a whole lot of flavor. No. And we decided that the original, I guess maybe you'd say vanilla, um, Santiago cake with a powdered sugar on it, that one is so much better because it has like a heavy almond flavoring to it. And that really made a difference. Because this one did taste kind of like a brownie, which mm -hmm. wasn't bad. It was it not bad. It just needed to be warm. Warm with some whipped cream. <laughs> or ice cream. Or ice cream. Basically, all a mode. <laughs> but but we tried it. So there you go. You know, you don't know till you try. So uh, so then we just kept walking, and we from a very far distance we saw that something that looked like a city, and we were like, "Is this it?" Yeah, and it actually was. Yeah, 
Because on the walk, some of the days we get close to something and we're like, oh, this is it. This has got to be the town where we're stopping tonight. And then it's like, oh, no, it's a dairy farm. <laughs> From far away, it looks different. So this city just kept getting bigger and bigger the closer we got to it. And that was really exciting. We were I know. like, what? Remember we started seeing more and more people on the trail? Mm-hmm. Yep. Because there's eight routes. There's eight different trails uh, uh, Camino routes. So they're all coming to Santiago de Compostela, which is the church, the cathedral of James. So there's going to be a lot of people, not just from our route, but from all the routes coming and descending on this one spot. Remember, we were a little worried that once we got toward the city, the signage would be worse. Yeah, that's what someone said. And we got to, we got pretty close. Yeah. Oh, then, yeah. Then we got help. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, we made it like all, we had to cross a couple of highways and got into the city, like, and got close to the church. Like, re, like we were at the church, but the pilgrim's office where you get your certificate is not at the church. It's a couple of blocks away. And you and I were like, uh... Because there's no more shell signs to, and arrows to, like, say, go this way. They kind of stop at the church. <laughs> and we're like, um, because it's a European town, so the roads are like, in, are like spider webs. And they go in all different directions. And we were like, uh-oh. <laughs> so you had Google going. I had Apple Maps going. And... We just really wanted to make it there before the line started because they do get really busy and they'll even cut off, you know, for the day if they're at capacity. So we were just busting our butt to try to get there. And we were a little, we were at a point where there was like five different streets you could have gone down. And I looked to my left and I saw this man that definitely looked like he was a local. And I don't know, it was just like God was saying, grab him. So I ran over to him. I'm like, English? <laughs> He's like, Picoto. <laughs> so I said, Pilgrim's Office uh, certificate. He was so nice. I don't know where he was going, but he totally rearranged his plan. And he said, follow me. I take you there. And we, we were like, okay. Because we went way out of where he was. Yeah. Oh, we weren't going in the right direction at that point at all for the pilgrim's office. And you... And he walked fast. <laughs> I had to keep up with him because you were trailing. <laughs> yes. Because <laughs> you had to go to the bathroom. <laughs> You're like, I can't walk any faster. I'm like, and we had joked that morning that I was wearing like an electric blue shirt. And you you were wearing like this day glow peach kind of coral shirt and we were joking that we won't lose each other in the crowd so I was like I hope she's keeping up with my blue shirt because he was just flying down all the steps and everything it was amazing and he let us and he was giving us points of interest along the way he pointed out a hotel oh yeah the oldest one in the world in 1498 that was amazing. It was right next to the church. We walked in. It's very nice. Oh, it's beautiful. Absolutely. It's, it's like you can tell it's guarded and gated for like, you know, patrons only. 
we we accidentally went into like the cafe part and fell out of place very quickly. <laughs> no one else looked like a pilgrim. But then when he's walking us down the last street before the pilgrim's office, he points to this um like cemented over doorway, stone and cement, and it had the number 10 over it and he stops and he points and he goes, "My grandfather's house." And that was really special. Mhm. Because I, t- I had already asked him, I was like, have you lived here your whole life? And his name was Javier. And he said, yes, except two years in Buenos Aires. But he's an older gentleman, and he spent his entire life... Oh, sorry about the motorcycle, guys. There's nothing we can do about it. Um, yeah, so he pointed where his grandfather lived. And that was really special for him to make a personal connection with us. Mm-hmm. And he walked us all the way to the pilgrim's office. Yep. He's like, here you are. (laughs) So sweet. It was so sweet. Oh, boy. (laughs) Okay. So that was a a siren for something. And, um, oh, you want to tell them about our pre-registration? And that actually worked really well. Yeah. You found the website. I don't know exactly how but i don't know either we entered all the information it gave us our qr code which really helped because mm-hmm. when we got to the pilgrim place they you know asked for the qr code mm-hmm. scanned it we got our ticket they you don't were, let you in without the qr no you were the or you had to walk inside and enter your mm-hmm. information mm-hmm. so and they only had a couple spots to do that so you were number 126 i was number 127 and mm-hmm that process went super fast. Yeah, when we got in line, they were already on 119. And we were just like, whoa, what is happening? And then you saw the sign that said you had to pay three euros if you want the extra certificate that's like personalized. And so I, I'm, I didn't even have my money out before she, you're like, they're calling your number. <laughs> and so I was like, wow. So, so we divide and conquered. You went to your station. I went to mine. And your lady was pretty fast. Yeah, she wasn't very chatty. <laughs> <laughs> My guy was. His name was Raphael. And you're not going to believe this. He asked where we were from. And I said, America. And then they always ask, where in America? And I said, North Carolina. And he said, Charlotte? And I said, yes. <laughs> and he said, I lived in Charlotte. And he's this Spanish older man. And I'm like, What? And he said, yeah, I lived on Sharon Amity Road. I'm just like, oh, my gosh, you're blowing my mind. In two days, I've now met two people from Charlotte. And this woman, because they're all volunteers that do these um, passport certificate things. And this woman, like, leaned down into our conversation from behind the desk where he was. And she looks at me and she goes, I'm from Asheville. And I was like, what? (laughs) So that was neat. I don't, did your woman say anything to you? No. Okay. He he was he he looked at my face and he goes, "You have a big smile on." And I said, "I'm so happy to be here." And he goes, "You did it and you finished." And I said, "By the grace of God, I did." I said, "I had a bit of a injury for the first five days and it was it was hard, but God got me here." And he goes, "It's a he he was like you're just." smiling so big he goes it's okay if you want to jump up and down or dance it's okay and so I did I jumped up and down and he printed everything out and 
took my hand in his hand. Like I said, he's a, a an older gentleman, a senior. And his warm hands, he just held my hand in his hands. And he and it was just a really special moment. And he was just like, congratulations. And he said a little bit of things in Spanish. And I don't know, we just kind of had a connection. Like, it, I really liked the personal touch for that. And then it went back to utter mayhem in the checkout line. <laughs> <laughs> They're just trying to get people through. Yeah, and they had like eight people working the certificate stations and so all of those people get funneled into one checkout line yep and you were so sweet to remember my walking sticks because (laughs) I was so disheveled at that point (laughs) I had had like the backpack and the wallet and the little pen for the backpack and the certificates and then you got to buy the hard cardboard um mailer the circular mailer so they don't wrinkle and it was that was a crazy moment and so then we um went outside and kind of regrouped all of our stuff and there was a woman in front of me that noticed her she had gotten her date wrong on the certificate and she said like oh my date's wrong and I was like oh no she goes well I could just kind of write it in and and then she's like actually she asked the lady at the checkout she's like can we reprint this and anyway outside the lady was there, and so we connected with her, and, and I said, congratulations, where are you from? She's from Canada. She was nice. She was. Yeah. She had just turned 50. Yep. So, yeah. Last week on the Camino. Doing it on our own. Yep. She's a runner. She said, she, oh my gosh. Okay. Her body didn't look 50. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she puts, like, anyone who does Orange Theory to shame she, I don't know what she does, but she was nothing but muscle. And she said that her her previous choice of how to spend her 50th birthday was to go running in the Alps. And I'm like, of course it is. <laughs> <laughs> so she said, no, instead for turning 50, I thought it would be good to, to walk. So, oh, there's children outside. I don't know if you can hear them. That's sweet. So yeah, so she did her um, her journey all by herself, and we kind of stood there for a little while and talked. Yeah. So we met uh, Brazil and Canada today, which is really fun. And then we, you and I took pictures of each other with our whole accordion paper passport with all of our stamps. And then we found a bathroom. <laughs> we did, finally. <laughs> <laughs> and then we kind of stopped into different souvenir shops to see if there was anything we had to have we couldn't live without but then we went over to mass yes yeah we decided to go early and I'm glad we did yeah it was already because it's like you have the, the congregational seating that looks forward at the you know front of the inside of the church and then they have like portico seating on either side left and right and I just was flat out determined to get in the front because I just wanted to see the front. I wanted to see the priest's face and the whole thing. So we just like duck and weave through all the people that were just kind of confusingly walking around <laughs> and taking pictures and rows four and five <clears throat> each had one seat open and I just asked them, I'm like, can we have these? So you and I, you sat in row four, I sat in row five. And we got, like, front row seats. It was amazing. It, 
Except when people just stand in front of you. <laughs> that woman was a little <laughs> odd. <laughs> well, there was another lady in front of her. She just kept sitting on, like, the armrest. Oh, really? Yeah. You had some company. Yeah. <laughs> You Not won't. on my armrest, but on the one in front of me. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, it was standing room only. I mean, it was so packed. You and I got there 45 minutes early and only got those seats because we were bold enough to ask if they you were. You were. Well, I wasn't going <laughs> to. <laughs> I really wanted to sit in the front. And, um, yeah, so we had to sit there for 45 minutes, but the rest was kind of nice. It was. Yeah. And the guy next to me sat. I really appreciated that he took his baseball cap off. I know, like, tradition has it that women don't have to take their hats off in, in general, but men should at restaurants and in church and whatever. So he was sitting there with his hat, and on my right and on my left was an Asian family. It looked like a, a grown, very grown, like a little bit older than me, son with his parents. And the parents didn't speak a lick of English or Spanish or anything and I'll just say well I'll pause that so let's talk about the ser- the servants <laughs> so mm-hmm. say service and sermon so what parts were special to you well I I don't know what they were saying because <laughs> it was in Latin <laughs> yeah but I just sit there and listen to them I mean no clue what they're saying or yeah. singing. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciated that the singing was live. I thought it was a recording, and then I saw the the girl doing. Oh yeah, it. yeah. Yeah, I couldn't. She was in the blind spot for me. Oh okay. Yeah, yeah. Beautiful voice. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. And they had the priests, and then like, oh, they had the volunteers who would come up in the beginning and all like four or five different languages and all say the same thing, which was. If after the service you want to participate in confession, they have all these little alcoves in the in the cathedral that they do confessions in different languages, like Dutch and Italian and American, and some had priests in them to sit one-on-one, and some were just like, uh, you kind of do it on your own, you go up and kneel, and they were all just ornately beautiful all those alcoves so that was nice to kind of hear the different languages and then it was the priest and then okay I'm since I'm not Catholic I don't know the protocol but there and then there was like six other men that looked like priests as well up there of all skin tones white black and brown Mm -hmm. very cool and then what looked like altar boys couple to like help they were like young yeah and so they did the whole service, and we got to participate in communion again. That's right, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's the only, it's the second Catholic service I've ever been to. The other one was when we were in Saria. <laughs> so the yep. the whole up and down thing, it's... Standing up and sitting down? Yes. Yeah. We just followed along. <laughs> we didn't know. <laughs> But it, um, they didn't do the, the wine or juice. They, they did the, you know, the, just the, the wafers. wafers. Yeah, and it was so nice. And we actually got the line, because, I mean, there's a lot of people. We, we got the line with the, like, the priest, like the high priest. That was kind of special. Yeah. Yeah. So we took communion, and then you go sit back down, and then they, you want to tell them about the incense? Oh, yeah. Then that thing must be so heavy, because they sit there with the rope. Mm-hmm. And 
I was trying to count how many, I couldn't see them all, but just pulling it up and down and it just swings. And the incense, just the, the, the trail of smoky incense just like floats in the air and fills the entire cathedral. And yeah, it took like all of those priests to like, picture someone ringing a bell with a big rope because it's on an old school pulley system. And that thing is swinging, like swinging high. And it was beautiful to watch. So we weren't allowed to take any pictures or video during the service. But when the incense came out, it was like everybody's phones came out. But see, I didn't understand that we couldn't. Uh, the very first woman who was instructing the crowds to like be quiet and stuff like that, she just kept saying prohibito, photo, and video. And I just understood that uh, you can't I assumed it was just no flash. Oh. Uh, well, and in the alcoves where the confessionals were, there were signs saying service in progress no you know it had a line in a circle through camera and, and video I didn't see that either I, <laughs> well because I'm used to taking all the pictures I kind of pick I try to pick up on when I'm allowed to do what but I didn't take any <laughs> I took a ton so it's okay <laughs> I already contributed my eight for the day yes you, you you did four more than what you were gonna yeah so that's really good um, it was an absolutely beautiful service, and I wound up talking to the guy next to me that had his hat in his hands, because I, I was second-guessing something about the service, and I looked at him, and I said, I said, Espanol? And he said, no. <laughs> and I said, oh, English? And he goes, I'm from Virginia. <laughs> so we, we just chatted briefly, so that was kind of cool to, um, to meet someone from Virginia, during the uh, communion part, so I don't understand in, in Catholicism, some people when they get their communion, they'll come back and sit or stand and some people kneel. And I don't know the difference of why people do what. But the Asian family next to me, okay, this is total transparency. It was the, it was the Virginia, then me, then the mom, and then the grown son, who's at least my age. And then their dad, his dad. Okay. The mom next to me was on her phone the entire time. Talking? Scrolling. Oh. Scrolling Facebook, scrolling YouTube, scrolling, scrolling. And I'm going to tell you something. Nothing distracts me more in any type of a formal setting than someone next to me on their phone. Because <laughs> it's, it's the light from it. Mm-hmm. And it was annoying me so much that I tried closing my left eye <laughs> so I couldn't see it. And she was really short and petite and tiny. So I tried to just raise my head up enough that the rim of my glasses would, like, hide her phone. It was super bothering me. And I just was thinking, you're at this mass in the St. James Cathedral and you're on your phone. And somewhere along the line, I, I got it. It's that, yes, I'm sure there was a language barrier, but I could tell there was no connection to her and the church or anything. Mm. There was, she was completely removed from it. And I thought, oh, okay, I get it now. This is not relevant to her. What we're doing right here, not relevant. 
at all. And she also fell asleep. <laughs> it was funny watching her body start to lean to the left. And then she'd like, you know, you know, <laughs> she did that several times. So I saw her son look down at one point while she was on the phone. And I, and I'm just usually hyper aware of what's happening around me. And he looked so sad mm. that she was on the phone. So I, I mentioned this because my annoyance turned to compassion and I just started praying that somehow, some way, you know, the Lord would reach her and that she would come to know Christ. And this, a service like this would be special and she would want to, you know, um, just appreciate the time for what it was. And just seeing that look on his face of her, of him looking down at her phone, just so disappointed so when we did communion and we all walked down and got it and came back around and he knelt and I mentioned that because he knelt and we sat and you didn't see it because you were in the row in front of us. He was sobbing, mm. like sobbing. And you know, I'm sorry, it just dawned on me that bathroom fan is on. Would you mind? Because that might help with some of the background noise. I'm sorry. <laughs> With all the trucks outside, it probably won't. Oh, maybe that'll help a little bit. Sorry, she was closer to the bathroom than me. <laughs> and I won't even go into why it's easier for her to do it. Because <laughs> some things that happen on the Camino stay on the Camino. <laughs> but anyway, back to this man. So he's at, he's kneeling down. Oh, that's actually much better. Okay. And he's sobbing. And... I mean, like, wiping his eyes over and over. And the type of crying where, like, the shoulders are, you know, reverberating and everything. And I just really, I mean, my heart just understood what was happening. Is He he was so sad. And it has to be for his parents. Because I'm sure, because he, he is Catholic because he knew, like, all the things. He knew all the rituals and traditions of the service. So he was participating in the whole thing. So he knew what he was doing. And afterwards, God just compelled me to to tell him something. And I was like, really, God? I, I mean, it's quite presumptuous of me to say this. And, and I really felt compelled. So after, when the service ended and they went to leave... I just kind of gently took his arm and he turned and looked at me and I just said, I'm praying for them too. And I'll continue to pray. And we just caught eyes for a minute and he started crying and he said, thank you. And it was just Mm. really something. It was just powerful. It was a powerful, powerful moment. And, you know, at that point, by that point, her phone didn't bother me anymore because it was my heart strings were pulled. And I just wanted him to know that he wasn't alone in praying for them. So that was really, really special. And then we got to do another special thing you should tell them about what we got to do afterwards when we were walking around and touring the whole cathedral. Yeah, I mean... I didn't even really think about walking around all of that. And then we didn't even know we were going to get to see where James was. Yeah. That, we were just walking, walking, and then we saw the line. Because you had asked, where do you think he is? And Mm -hmm. is he up there? 
or here. Mm -hmm. But he was underneath it all. Yes, he was. He was. And so we just, and you were like, well, there's a line. I'm like, well, must mean something. <laughs> so, so we just got in line. Yeah. And it's, you get to go underneath. So when you're looking at the front of the church, it's incredibly ornate. You should Google it. And that's what you're, all of that is what you're walking underneath. Mm -hmm. Like in the catacombs. And it goes underneath and you're walking along. And next thing you know, you look to your right. And deep in it, there is a silver crypt. And that's where the Apostle James is. His remains are buried or laid to rest. That was really powerful. It was. Because it's on so many levels. It's historical. It's religious. You know, it's everything. It's it's just amazing. That was really cool. I'm glad we kind of hung around and looked at every single thing. <laughs> <laughs> I was taking pictures of all the different national nationalities for confessions. Because they have those beautiful, like, statues and everything in there. And I took one before I realized it was, there was actually a woman in there when the priest confessing. And I was like, oops. <laughs> so, <laughs> I hope that wasn't rude. So, um, so we, yeah, so we got to finish the cathedral and then we just kind of looked at each other and we walked outside and I was like, Michelle, it's, it's done. Like all the boxes are checked. And what did you do? What did I do? You swung your arms wide open. You went, hug. Oh, that's right. That's right. <laughs> we had a nice long sisterly hug and it was great because you know, getting our certificates were one thing, but we really wanted to make the noon mass and all of that. And we got to do all of it. We were just so, so blessed. And while we were walking around right after that, we were like, well, what do you want to do now? So we were walking around some more and you popped into a store and my walking sticks that I had used on the Camino, now I'm just dragging them all over the city <laughs> and they were a pain in the butt. I couldn't get them. I got them halfway shrunk, but because they're like expandable, I could not get those things to shorten to save my life. You tried, I tried, I tried banging it on the ground, and I just was like, I don't know what I'm doing wrong, but I can't get it. And I turned, you went into a store, and I turned around, and I saw a man walking down the road. He had sticks sticking out of his backpack. And I, and I felt like God was just going, he could help you. So I just went over to him and I went, English? And he said, oh, Italian, a uh, little English. And I, and I just looked, pointed to his sticks and I pointed to mine. I'm like, can you help me shrink these? And he fixed them for me. And he did it so easily. It made me mad. I was like, we've been trying all day <laughs> to make these things small. And he just did it. So, thank you, Italian man. <laughs> oh, we forgot about uh, Pablo and Issa and Santiago that we met on the way out of the church. Yes, you have to tell them about this. It's crazy. It's the one uh, young family that we had been seeing where the wife had hurt her ankle. Mm -hmm. And we had just, you know, we've been seeing them every day. We walk. They pass us. You know, we pass them and everything. We gave them the taxi number. Yeah. And then... Um, we were getting ready to leave, and there they are, sitting in a pew, and yeah. And he was waving to us. Yeah, yeah. 
and they were just such a nice family. Love them! Love them! So we got to finally exchange names. Mm -hmm. So Pablo, Isabel, which she said, but my friends call me Isa, so you call me Isa, so we're like friends. And Santiago was four. Yes, a big four, their son. And they were going to be on their way to the dinosaur exhibit. And uh, we got a group picture taken with them. And she said, do you have WhatsApp? And I said, I do. So we got to exchange numbers with them. So, uh, and they live in London. We think that they're originally from Columbia. That's what we think our friend Jacqueline, I think, told us that. Because she met them as well. They are the nicest people. They are. Like, real friends. I mean, they're people that we would know in our normal life. And we gave big hugs to everybody, and Santiago gave me a big high five, <laughs> and they are just so, so... Her ankle is all better, mm -hmm. and she was like, maybe it's St. James, and I was like, well, we prayed to God for you, so... <laughs> absolutely you could be healed for sure because it's so much better which we're very glad i mean they were just the nicest people and we just kind of hung out there in the cathedral with them for a little bit yeah it was fun it was yeah okay oh my goodness what a day um let's see what else can we tell you uh it was our first time seeing any type of incense swinging mm -hmm. that's for sure I caught a snippet online of it in the cathedral. Did not compare at all to in person. Not at all. That was really, really, really special. Uh, oh, and then we, so after that, we're totally on our own for the rest of the day. No agenda. Do whatever we want. <laughs> to run loose in Santiago. <laughs> it is just, it's a picturesque town. It really is. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so we were like, well, we're kind of hungry. Yeah, then we just had to figure out what we wanted. Yeah. We're not used to having so many choices. No, we, we, we've been told where to eat, and then the pilgrim menu is a very limited menu. What time to eat. What time to eat. <laughs> Have vouchers in our hands. And now it was like, because we'll get breakfast tomorrow, but through our program. But tonight we were on our own, and we, we didn't expect that. No, but we ended up, we got pasta mm -hmm. and it was it was really good super proud of you spinach pasta noodles yes just was, needed a little salt yep it was a cream sauce on it it was the recommendation of our server i don't think they use pepper here we've never seen pepper no. not not in a shaker and not on food like nope. not once mm -mm. very interesting and then we got lasagna and that was so, really good. It was good. So we decided to each get an entree and then split them in half so we could, you know, try two different flavors of foods. And it was really good. And then you remember how, like, some restaurants will bring you bread. Mm -hmm. Well, they bring you potato chips. That <laughs> was like, okay. <laughs> I didn't know that was a thing, but. <laughs> no salsa to dip them in. No, like like a like a Lay's potato chip, like a ruff, ruffles. Ruffles, ruffles, right? Yeah, yeah. And then we saw another restaurant. Yeah, they got Lay's. <laughs> <laughs> so potato chips are a thing here for the table, which is cool. But the menu was fully in uh, Spanish. Oh, I'm so sorry. 
towards the end of the day, we're feeling it. Um, so I used my Translate Me app where you take a picture of whatever it is, the text, and it translates it. And that was kind of nice so we could figure out what we were ordering. And we sat on one of those quintessential cute little outdoor cafe tables. Yeah. That was fun. It was a good dinner. Yeah. Then we had to get the gelato. Of course. We kind of stumbled on that one. It was good. Oh, wow, it was good. I got a small mix of two white Blanco chocolate, white chocolate, and Swiss chocolate. What did you get? The white one and then the banana. Oh, my gosh. Those were so... You were like, okay, this is good. (laughs) It was so creamy and good, and they also had other, like, pastries and desserts. It was a really good find. That was really good. I wasn't super prepared during lunch for the beggars that come right up to your table. Yeah, I would figure people from the restaurant would try to discourage it, but yeah. Literally up to the table. So we had our backpacks, um, uh, what would you call it? Clipped. Clipped to the arm of the chair next (laughs) at our table so no one could come by and take it. Different feel in the city. Mm Mm-hmm. It hadn't been like that anywhere we've been. No, we. I have felt a hundred and ten percent safe everywhere we've gone. Yeah, hold the or my bag a little bit closer. <laughs> you did. You put the zippers <laughs> in the front, and I moved my wallet around so it was touching my back, so I would feel that. Um, but I mean, you're in a city with like a lot more people, and so you're going to see a lot of diversity of of everything. And and there were there were. It was just, it caught me off guard that they literally come up to you while you're eating. It makes you feel terrible, awful. But, and then we also had, um, the, the other thing that comes up at the table are pigeons. <laughs> they were like all around the, the floor just waiting for something to drop. And um, it's so weird the way in Europe how people in cars share the same space. It's weird. Mm-hmm. Like, we're eating at a table in this little tiny road that's stone, and you think it's a pedestrian thing. Next thing you know, a truck goes by. Yep. It's like, whoa. But then, oh, and so we're finding water is expensive in Santiago, and water is very important. So we found a little supermarket, and we got ourselves, like, totally loaded up on water. So we're going to be good and uh, going into our next stop which will be our next podcast. We are actually leaving Santiago in the morning and we're getting on a bus and we're going to a surprise country. We're leaving Spain and going to a, a different country. Can't wait to tell you about that one. I'm excited. I'm excited too. I've never taken, I've never gone over country lines in a bus before. I don't know what to expect. I know our room tonight, oh, we're staying in a hotel in Santiago, and it's... No AC. No AC. (laughs) That's a thing here. It is so hot. (laughs) I think, okay, let me rephrase that. Temperature-wise, it's not horrible. It's just the air doesn't move. It's so stagnant, and that's what it is. If there was a fan in here, it would be totally fine. So we're, I'm struggling a little bit because <laughs> so I'm hot-natured. I think you're handling it a little better than me. I'm comfortable. It's just sticky. 
It is very sticky. So much that we're going to switch up our routine and not get showers tonight. We're going to get them in the morning because I think we're going to sweat all night long. <laughs> <laughs> and we're going to have to sleep with the window open with no screen. And if a bat comes in, so be it. But I don't think in the city there will be any. It'll be fine. Yeah, and then we're going to get up. We do get breakfast with our program. And then we get released onto the streets. <laughs> yep. Where we get to haul our own bags own around. bags, yes. <laughs> and uh, I think we're going to take a taxi to, to the bus terminal. Yep. We didn't know if it'd be super safe to drag our luggage through. Just two women. And um, plus it's very hilly here and cobblestone-y and all that. And it just didn't sound like a fun time. It's like a five-minute car ride, like a 20-minute walk. With luggage, probably more like 30. So, do the math, right? Yep. Yep. All right. So, to wrap up today, I mean, we had such a diverse day today. We started off in the countryside and walking the Camino. And tonight, we have finished the Camino, went to Mass, went window shopping, had a meal, um, walked all over creation, and are now in our hotel. It feels like three days in one, honestly. (laughs) (laughs) What was like a highlight for you? I think finishing. Yeah? Mm Mm-hmm where we were at the pilgrim's office or or when we remember we found the zero kilometer and we got our picture taken with it the last little monument statue thing that said zero kilometers or like what part of finishing the pilgrim's office yeah yeah that was cool what part of it just well the lady didn't communicate enough (laughs) (laughs) just just getting the certificate. I mean, yeah. 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 We each got the one that's free that comes with it that's written all in Latin or Spanish. Which one is it? Do you know? I wouldn't know the difference. <laughs> okay. Well, it's in, it's in one of those. And then you can pay three euros to get one that's personalized that has your name on it and the date you started, the date you ended. So we each got that, which was really cool. Um... I'm thinking about it for me. Oh, wait. We have to tell them when we got to our hotel. Of course. There were two people waiting. Oh, yeah. Jacqueline and Bruce. We were so happy to see them. In fact, she, during mass, she uh, texted me pictures through WhatsApp of them finishing. I owe them pictures. You got to do that. I have to do that before I go to bed. I love this, that we've made, like, real friends. Mm Mm-hmm. I love... They are just... I told Michelle today, I said, you know, this Camino walk is just as much about the people as it is the walk. It really is. And um, I got to have some special prayer time during the Mass. Like, the communion took a while because there's a lot of people. And that was a neat time. I just got to have my own, like, little prayer time, which was very special. And today... You you were able to come up with one pretty quickly, and I'm just sitting here going, gosh, what was the highlight? It was all highlights. It was Javier and Raphael and watching the incense swing and telling that Asian man I'm praying for his parents and seeing the sweet family from London. and It was just, 
Oh, man. What a day. What a day. And now we're tired and dirty and hot. <laughs> and it's, oh my gosh, it's late. <laughs> it's 10 o'clock and the sun's still out. <laughs> this, it looks right now like it's about maybe like 5.30 in the afternoon. It's crazy. So we do have our eye masks and we'll sleep because we do have to get up, get our showers, get breakfast, get in the taxi and get to that bus terminal for the next leg of the journey. I did, I, I felt like it was the amazing race today though because <laughs> all the, you can tell the pilgrims because we're all dirty and have backpacks and, and everyone's going in the same direction to the same place. And it did really feel like amazing race. Yeah, but finishing, um, I give all the glory to God because I'm telling you, my back hadn't tweaked like that in years and day five was so hard if you were able to listen to it that day was like panic pain like that pain where you're afraid of moving and I really wasn't sure what the few I wasn't trying to tell Michelle that but I was just like I don't know how I'm going to physically do all of this and I'm sitting here feeling great and he he could have just he could have just thought it and I would have been healed. He could have touched me and I would have been healed, but he chose to use doctors and that steroid shot did it. Mm -hmm. It just calmed it right down and it, I've been unstoppable ever since. So we still claim Proverbs 16, 9 as a life verse for this trip. A man may make his plans, but God directs his steps. And it's so incredibly perfect for this because we're literally walking the Camino. <laughs> it's just perfect. So any final thoughts on today or finishing or anything? No. It's a great day. It was. It was a great finish. And we just got to sit after all of that. <laughs> we just got to sit in mass. It's like all the time we waited for it to start and the time it was just really, I don't know very refreshing very nice okay well we're out and catch us on the next episode to find out where we're going and what we're doing because it started with a harebrained idea <laughs> of something that the, we weren't sure some of our other family members would do with us so we said we'll do it together and we're gonna do it and it's, we gotta get to the country first though so <laughs> Well, that's it for now. Goodbye. <laughs> We're so tired. Buenas noches.